Welcome back to Let's Talk, a podcast where we talk about a variety of issues, anything from Bible to health to current events. I'm your host, Dwayne Powell. And your co-host, Hope Powell. I'm Jared. And I'm Richard. All right. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about the difference in how we treat witnessing to our own family members versus witnessing to complete strangers and even celebrities. So let's get right into it. Our foundation always comes from the Bible, and we're reading from Mark 6, 3 through 6. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, and of Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went round about the villages teaching. Mm. So from that account, we see in Mark chapter 6 that Jesus did try to do a work to reach, even to witness to his family members and those in his hometown. But they were they were not all receptive to it, right. albeit he still did it. And we're using that experience in Mark chapter 6 with Jesus to make a contrast to today because many times we neglect those who are closest to us, friends and family, and we try to go for those in the upper class, those who may be celebrities because we think it's a greater work. Right. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the verse, it did say he could do no mighty work, but he mm-hmm. did a work. Mm-hmm. So there is still a work to be done. Yes. Yeah. And right now, I want to list a few names. Some some names that have been in the media, some well-known names, as a matter of fact, uh, like, like DMX, Kanye West, Lamar Odom, Kobe Bryant, Demi Lovato, and even George Floyd. Uh, and others, you know, are well-known people that have died recently or have had troubled pasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting that we can look at celebrities, again, those who have died, those who have troubled pasts, and as soon as they go through something in the media, everybody has a voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. And now we want to say, I wonder if they got the gospel. I wonder if they surrendered their life. I wonder if the person closest them um, witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's not until it's in the media. So... How many of us are taking that approach? We're waiting till mm-hmm. someone dies. Right. We're waiting for their um, life to be, as it were, spread around the family and your community yeah. right. before you take a step to reach out to them. Exactly. And a lot of us, I know I do, I have DMXs in my families. Mm-hmm. I have um, um, uh, Kanye West in my family. Mm-hmm. Lamar Odom, you know, suffered with um, substance abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, DMX just recently passed, died. So, yeah. I mean... And then the outreach to these celebrities seem like a greater work mm-hmm. instead of trying to reach those that are in your own household or even your neighbors. Mm-hmm. That's true. I remember when we went to New York um, a few years ago, we went to the climate strike and some of our team members had the opportunity to get up close to Jaden Smith and to give him some truthful literature. Mm. And we were all ecstatic about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's good. He was able to receive the literature. Right. But it just causes me to think as mm-hmm. we we're talking about the subject, you know, why is it that we can get so excited for reaching these celebrities as if we think their lives 
are mm. of more value than everyone else. Mm. Right. Mm. That's so true because I, I want to speak on that point and then come back to what Dwayne was saying here because, I w- of course, you know, that was a, a blessing as well. I was actually part of that team mm-hmm. that was able to share that literature with Jaden Smith. Um, and it's not saying, okay, we should not leave, we should leave celebrities alone. You know, if the opportunity presents itself, of By course. Means, but yes. the point is that, you know, when these celebrities, you know, let's take, for instance, DMX, as you were mentioning, Dwayne, mm-hmm. it's not until he passed right. that there was this outcry of, prayer and how was his soul they even held a prayer vigil outside of the hospital correct right but where were these individuals when he was going through the substance abuse you know and you can bring that back to back home to us right you know do we wait until our family members are in the hospital right or in a sick bed till we reach out to them and say how are you doing let's pray together Correct. correct and it's interesting that like you said the prayer vigil outside the hospital when he was sick but how many families are coming together as families before anyone gets sick Mm -hmm. or when you hear of a family member that is suffering with an illness or substance abuse, do you call those prayer vigils to come together then? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's interesting. We have neighbors that live right next to us and many of us, are closer in proximity Mm -hmm. to our neighbors than we are family members. Are Mm -hmm. we going to spread the gospel to them? Do we speak? Do we say hello? That's where it starts. It starts right where we are. And in in one thing is that, you know, some people may, you know, we don't know what goes on, you know, in people's households or how they, you know, witness to other people, but it just seems like the celebrity status, Mm -hmm. you know, is just, I guess, more exhilarating. Right. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that posted online. Like, you know, I saw I think a picture of DMX, someone gave him a great controversy or something like that. Yeah, missionary. And, yeah. yeah, and they was, you know, very excited about that, which is nothing wrong with that. But the work of the Holy Spirit is the one that will reach that person. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jesus was no respecter of persons, nope. you know, no. not at all. But mm-hmm. he wanted everyone to receive the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, he died for all of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a sad thing when you have family members that you know personally um, that suffer with certain things. Right. I have an aunt. I, I love her. I grew up with her. And, you know, even just saying that, it starts to get emotional because she is suffering very much so with drug abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen her in several years. Mm. And before I accepted Christ, um, truthfully to do his work, I would sometimes run from her Mm. because I didn't know how to relate, Mm. you know, to her instead of just praying. Right. And I have, again, haven't seen her in years, but, um, now it's like, I want to be able to reach her, Mm -hmm. but it's, to me, it seemingly is too late. I don't even know where to find her. None of the family knows where mm-hmm. to find her. So all wow. I can do now is pray. But what if I would have taken that step instead of running, reached out and say, hey, auntie, let's just pray. Or here's a book, something. Right. But instead, when, when it comes to our family, we treat them so common. Exactly. But as we, as we said, we treat the celebrities a little different. Mm-hmm. But charity starts at home. And um I also have an aunt who who's who's dead now, but um in the same in the same type of um substance abuse. They had the same type of substance abuse. And it was shocking. And um the 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 opportunities to reach out at that time, it was there, but because this is your aunt, you know, like mm-hmm. we just read in Mark six, is not this the carpenter's son. Mm-hmm. She she grew up with me. I mean she, she knew when I was born. And right. a lot of times we may shy away from witnessing to family members because, you know, they may not listen because of who you used to be, mm-hmm. you know. And, that, and, and sometimes that's, a, that's hard for family members to that hurdle to jump over, mm-hmm. you know, right. like. I know I've, I've changed your diapers, yeah. exactly. and, but now you want to, you know, yeah, yeah. now you want to talk yeah. to me about, you know, 
salvation about Jesus, right. you know? And then, of course, she was in the church, but still struggled with substance, substance abuse. Mm. And, and that's so important. And that can, it kind of shows um, the importance, again, of reaching out to our family members before it gets too late. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't find your aunt. Your aunt had died. So it really goes to show, you know, when we do have the opportunity, we should, by God's grace, you know, ask God to help us, you know, to share the gospel, share the experience, share how God has helped us, you know, through our lives. Because, I mean, I have friends, close friends that I even grew up with, even high school, and they're heavy um, marijuana, mm-hmm. um, you know, abu- um, they be basically abuse the marijuana or mm-hmm. the other way around, however you want to see it. Mm-hmm. And they're also, you know, very heavy, you know, drinkers, wine drinkers, OD'd and all these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm now reaching, I'm now going back and backpedaling, as it were, to reach out to some of these friends. Right. Because back then, you know, I was still in the church, but I knew what right from wrong. You know, right. I knew that, okay, drinking is wrong. Smoking is wrong. It can abuse your body. It can, you know, damage your body. Mm. And, you know, God is now weighing on my conscience. Hey, you know, you, you, I gave you opportunities to help out those family, those friends. You know, you blew it, but I still have mercy. Amen. You know, so if you're in contact with them, you know, still reach out. Right. Still, you know, right. there's still a work to do. Among our friends and even our families. Mm. And my last point on this for both Dwayne and Richard, what you're saying, you said your aunt was in the church, you Mm -hmm. were in the church. That's where I want to close out this section because just because we see these family members, friends, close um, people to us, Mm -hmm. they go to church just like we do. It doesn't really mean anything if it's not having that positive effect in the life. Mm -hmm. So as you said, because they know who I am, where I came from, they might not be receptive. Mm. But we're also seeing that, well, they go to church. They should know better. You know, right, the Holy yeah. Spirit will help them. Mm. But we had to come out from among the, the, the sins of the world. So do our family members. True. So it's no different just because we all went to church together. That necessarily means this person knows how to draw near to yeah, Christ. Yeah, but what I think it is, is it's a hard pill to swallow for someone, you know, like, you know, that change your diapers, right. you know, right. even mm-hmm. your your mom, your dad, and you're, you know, have changed your life and now you're witnessing to right. them. It, it is, it can be, a, a, it's, I'm not it's saying this, it, 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 it can't happen. I'm not saying that at all, but it's, it's a challenge. I think for, for some people just cause I mean, they, they know you, they know right. how you used to be. Mm-hmm. And if you change, they still waiting for that, Mm-hmm. That moment where you go back to your old ways. That's and true. they're older than you, so have like you a, have that yeah, fear, yeah, too. They like kind of have like a stigma over yeah. you or yeah. something. You know, but like even that. if you have siblings, sometimes you can't even reach them, mm-hmm. you know? That's true, man. That's yeah. true. true. So, that's, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's exactly what Jesus went through, exactly what you're saying. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, is not this the carpenter's son? They mm-hmm. knew mm-hmm. exactly who he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a personal question for us here on the panel, and we'll get to share it with the, the viewers. Do you try to reach your family members like now or are you waiting to see if somebody else will reach out? I do try to reach my family members, but I will say that my approach to that is different than how I try to reach maybe strangers or, Mm. you know, people I might meet on the street. And uh, I would say the difference is because, you know, my family members, even the ones who are unchurched, they know um, my lifestyle and even by my influence. I guess that's how I try to reach them. And we do have some group chats, some family chats. And so every now and then I'll post like a video in there, but I'll try to keep it um, generally a short video, something that they can understand, they can grasp, maybe Mm -hmm. like a devotional. And uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, I I, I do. Um, And it could be more, you know, it, it's, it, it could be more. You, you, you may try to set up a Bible study, but sometimes, and it's, you know, it is hundred percent 
like I'm going to say my fault, that sometimes I don't clear that schedule to sit down and actually, mm. hey, let's, let's, let's talk or let's have a you know, Bible study or what, mm-hmm. do you, you know, what do you think about that? It's easy just to give a person a book, a family member yeah. a book, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. say, hey, read this book, you know, without actually you know, sitting down, explaining to them, telling them what part of the book that touched your life, yeah. right. you know, mm-hmm. or how this book, you know, um, you, you can see the world and, you know, the things that's going on in the world through the, through the lens of this, this, this particular book. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, each, I think I, I, I personally believe that each one of us, I guess, have a, a personal responsibility in some way, form or shape in order to reach our family members, especially mm-hmm. when we profess to know mm-hmm. the truth, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. different if you don't know and you're both sort of learning, you know, you're, you're learning together. But when you do know God has brought you from something, you know, I, and I'm learning that the hard way. I, again, as I'm going back, I have to sort of backpedal now right. to sort of share with my family members that which I, you know, had opportunity to know, but, re, but ne- neglected to ne- do so. Neglected. And now, now that I have the truth, the Lord's like, okay, you, you can't be sitting here idle. Right. And your family members, you know, those who are close to you right. are, are dying spiritually. Correct. So you have to go and, and share. Like you said before, Hope, um, I think you said it earlier, it says charity begins at home mm-hmm. and ends abroad. Right. It's not en- mm-hmm. It doesn't start at abroad and come mm-hmm. back home. Right. You know, so. I want to add to what Dwayne's saying because I'm in that boat with him. I mm-hmm. feel that um, the same sentiment because we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's my question was to all of us, do we witness to our family or wait for somebody else? And I think in a, a, a way we think, that book, giving that book mm-hmm. or saying let's pray is enough. And it's not enough because there's so much more we can mm-hmm. be doing. Yeah. Are we clearing that schedule? How many times have our family members heard, at least from us here on the panel, mm-hmm. oh, our schedule's so busy. We're doing full-time ministry. and mm-hmm. But you're doing full-time ministry for whom? For whom? Yeah, what about else. Yeah, yeah, what about us? Mm-hmm. What about me? And so have I really mm-hmm. reached out? I have, but is there more I can do? Most certainly. Right. Most and, certainly. And what are some of the reasons why we don't? You know, I think a lot of, a lot has to do with fear. You know, mm-hmm. um, the fear of reaching out and even maybe being rejected. Right. Know, um, to reach out to your mom, you know, mm-hmm. or, or your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, they, they've known you since birth. Right. You know, and you, you're like, okay, I, I, you can talk about everything else in the world, Except for that, mm-hmm. you know, how they're going like, to respond yeah. to you, right? That's and true. how they're going to respond to you. It's That's like true. you know, yeah, you can talk about everything else, but but that. You know, I, th- I think also a part of it is this idea of a like a misplaced zeal. Mm. You know, you see other people doing a great work; they're doing this evangelism, mm. they're doing ministry. Oh, I want to be a part of that. But going back to our foundational scripture, where did Christ begin? Right, right mm-hmm. there in his right there in his home, right mm-hmm. there in his town, his city. You know what I mean? So I, I think that sort of changing that perspective, that mindset of okay, ministry or witnessing is just out there. Right, the right, right. right. You know, it begins right at home. I, th- I think another reason people um, do it or don't do it is pride. And there's two sides of pride. You, I'm beneath. I'm over you now. I already know stuff you don't know. But it's also that pride. I mean, what if I don't know enough? Mm-hmm. I don't even want to share that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that pride to not be seen. I thought you were supposed to be the new Christian, and mm-hmm. you try to share with them. You don't want to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and we have to wow. lo- learn to be vulnerable with people. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or the the neighbor. We have to learn to be vulnerable with people and talk about what Christ has done. For 
for us, mm-hmm. through us, because mm-hmm. that that's the experience. What we're sharing is our experience. Right. And mm-hmm. if when we remember that, it's it, it becomes a little a little easier yeah. to evangelize. True, because um, many times in our head, we think it's easier to evangelize to strangers. People will never see again. Right. And that sort of gives us like a motivation. All right, I'll just give you this book. You know, it's between you and the Lord now. So we uh-huh. think that's the easy work. But then with our family, we have to see them more often. Mm. We will come in contact or talk to them on the phone or, you know, whatever it is, be in a group chat. You know, so it's more of a uh, longer form of evangelism. Mm-hmm. And they'll see our failures. Yes. Because yeah. we're, we have not ascertained to the level of Christ yet. We're being converted mm-hmm. and they may see those weaknesses. And so we are afraid of that as well. Yeah, we should put the same, and also we should put the same value in our family members, even those are close around us, the same way we put value on the celebrities. Exactly. Yeah, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, and I think because of the reaction, you know, when I remember we were in New York and Jaden received a book and he just probably, you know, like anyone else would mm-hmm. open the book and look at it. Mm-hmm. And that was just like, all the excitement in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and it really wasn't a response, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of times because we don't get a response, the, the, mm. the response that we, you know, deem as, you know, good, mm-hmm. um, we, we fall back from it right. or shy away from it. Mm-hmm. Especially with our family members. Yes. Um, I was sharing with um, Jared earlier that I had a family member. I sent one of the videos you guys did. And I didn't hear anything for a few weeks. But mm-hmm. when that family member and I, my, my older sister and I were talking, she's like, hey, that video you sent, I talked to him about the family. And I'm like, wow. Well, so they did watch it. Mm-hmm. But if we're not careful because people, as Dwayne said, aren't responding the way we want them to, we may lose that witness. That's mm-hmm. an open yeah. door. Yeah. But there's that pride. Yeah. There's that fear. Mm-hmm. We don't want that rejection. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk about something that's, that's difficult the rejection. Yeah. Mm. What are some of the, you know, the rejection that's hard because you may, you know, think that you're responding in the right way or trying to reach them in the right way, mm-hmm. but you're being rejected. Let's talk, let's talk about that. Mm. Well, um, I think we all here can, um, have a story about that in account. Mm-hmm. Um, you, when you take time to study with someone, share a testimony, cause it's not always mm-hmm. about let's get in right into Bible study. Yeah. Right. It's building that relationship. Correct. It's praying befriending. for them, befriending them, yeah. even, even though, your, even your family, <laughs> yeah. even your family, <laughs> even your family because you're getting to know them, letting them get to know you in Christ. It's mm-hmm. different when you're outside of Christ. Exactly. So I'll, I'll, I have been rejected on many levels um, I, I don't even know where to start, but the one that seems to be the most is, do you think you're holier than thou now? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what, what is this attitude you have? Why all of a, why all of a sudden are you preaching to me? And mm-hmm. so that door is closed because mm-hmm. they feel that I'm trying to tell them they need to be like me. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. When it's like, really be like Jesus. Right. When yeah. the case is you, well, you saw mm-hmm. how I was, you saw what I was doing. I'm not that way anymore. I want to tell you why, mm-hmm. but they look at it as, yeah, you you want me to be how you are. Mm-hmm. Right. I Got think, it. It, I think, uh, and, and I'm very guilty of it. I misrepresent Jesus, you know, the way I reach out because it's crisis methods alone. That's how we should reach, reach out yes. to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you start, adding on to it, you know, or, or, you know, making that mold, um, I don't don't know what to say, just making it. Yeah. When you start adding on to the word Mm -hmm. and trying to act as if, if you have got it all together Mm -hmm. when you don't, 
Mm-hmm. You know, everyone you know. still has their flaws, mm-hmm. but right. you have to be careful of how you even reach out to someone. Because yeah. I remember with my dad, uh, when the you know the Sabbath truth was, you know, new to me, I was so zealous about it, and the mm-hmm. way I would, you know, approach him was just like you know just um, um, aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, Christ is never aggressive like that, and when right. it's and so that turns a person off, right. mm-hmm. um, and they become combative, and they become combative, and, and, and nothing and, you and, say. And, and that's it. <laughs> Sabbath was no, no. You know? mm-hmm. If that's, that's how true. you reacted about a question I asked you, then right. I don't want to yeah. ask you anything else. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, um, like in in my instance, you know, I have a brother. He grew up in the same house as me. We were raised the same way, um, and so now we're on completely different paths. Mm-hmm. So he knows what I'm about, and I know what he's about. So. If you if you think of it in that nature, like, you know, I try by God's grace to live for him and, you know, be serious about my religion, things like that. He's not so much. So, you know, he doesn't really ask me for advice or anything like that because he knows what I'm going to say. I'm going to kind of spin him back to the Bible. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I I don't try to impose anything upon him. But, you know, if there's a time when I'm like, hey, you know, you should do better. No, I try to share that. But, you know, we have other family members who they will come to you on an as-needed basis. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning that, you know, I've, I've had a group chat before and, you know, they're like, oh, you know, if somebody needs to get married, we'll call Jared. You right. Know, they're like, or somebody's sick, call Hope. Exactly, oh. you know. So when they need you, they know who to go to, mm-hmm. which shows, at least in my opinion, that your influence does have a weight upon how your family members view you. And I mm-hmm. think we should try to be like Christ as much as possible so that when they see us, at least if they do go through something, they'll say, okay, I can turn to this person. Right. And when they turn to us, as Dwayne put, we have to be careful not to add our own gospel, mm-hmm. but use Christ's methods alone to be um, gracious, to be compassionate, to right. be loving, you know, not to, oh, yeah, oh, now you called me? Mm-hmm. Oh, now you need something? Mm-hmm. What about when I was trying to right. teach you this? Um, we are not the teachers. Right. You know, that's the work of, of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, anybody else before we? I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've been in the same situation as you were saying, Jared. You know, family members would, you know, call me because they're having disagreements among themselves. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, again, it's a good thing. It's also a bad thing as well because, again, it's a good thing because okay, they know that okay, this person is probably has a sound mind because they're more spiritual, right? It's a bad thing because you know, you're put in a position now where you are seen as the problem solver. Mm. You know what I mean? They, they come to you and be like, okay, sure. solve this problem for me. Uh, and that's all I want you to do. You know, I don't want you to really teach me about no gospel or anything like that. But, you know, because you seem more spiritual, you know, how would you solve this issue or whatnot? Mm. And then, again, in that situation, you can also p- always point them back to Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I've, I've, I've experienced that. I still experience that with my, with my families because some of them, you know, profess to be Christians right. but at the same time. Yeah. You have to be patient with, you really have to be patient because, again, you were in that same situation where, you know, you were in the world, but also in the church as well. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the kind of mindset I have to have, not right. a combative, like, okay, you, you know, you're adults, grow up and deal mm-hmm. with, you right. know, I mean, of right. course, there's a time and place for that. But at the same time, you have to remember, okay, I also have to be a witness, exactly. even though, you know, I have to deal with the situation. Yeah. As well. right. And sometimes you have um, friends or family who are receptive, you right. know, and it may take a while. Uh, a quick example, I have a friend from high school who grew up the same way I did in terms of, you know, being raised in a spiritual home and whatnot. So after high school, he drifted away from from God. And recently he called me and we will ha- have conversations all the time, even when he's out there and I'll still 
you know, try to share truth with him. But um, he said, you know, I need to turn my life back to God. I think it's time. You know, there's nothing out there. I want to get rebaptized. And so I just look at that as a blessing, you know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. even while he's out there, we'd still be in contact and everything. And again, he knows what I'm going to share. Going to point him back to the word and by God's grace, hopefully he makes that decision to come back to right. God. Mm. And, it, and it's a lot to do with how we share. Like we, we just all said, it's a lot to do with how we share. But uh, sometimes, of course, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. Right. Let me let me preface that first. But sometimes we are unrelatable. We, mm. be, we can become unrelatable mm-hmm. to that person. And that's not how Christ was. Nope. Mm-hmm. You know, he spoke in parables. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I'm not saying compromise. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that we have to be relatable mm-hmm. for them to be receptive true. Um, right. of the truth. It's true. Find mm-hmm. a common ground, you know, yeah. where, where you can start. And especially when we're talking to our family, start with family, mm-hmm. you know, bring up an old memory and, and start from there. Again, let the Holy Spirit lead. Yeah. But last question for the team, for the panel here. In what ways now are you trying to reach your family? Name one, uh, Richard. Um, like I said, I'm backpedaling and I'm going to be backpedaling yeah. until <laughs> thy kingdom comes. So I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out back to my family members, specifically even my sisters, you know, texting them more often, trying to, and it's still a work in progress. I haven't mm-hmm. gotten it down, mm-hmm. you know, um, texting them, FaceTiming them, mm-hmm. you know, to see the, 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 their nephew, their nieces, whatnot, and, and getting back to that relationship, mm-hmm. um, that yes. I, that God wants us to have, right. you know, we were never super close growing up. But since they're in my vicinity, you know, God has placed upon my heart, you know, these are your sisters. You right. have to be able to speak to them and meet them where they are. Correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not the same level as you are. They're not where their their faith is not where you are. And so God has just been helping me to be intentional with my family members, reaching out to them. I mean, I spoke to you guys um, a few weeks back about a cousin yes. that we had. You know, we had a rift there and God waited upon my heart because of the podcast we had, Amen. you know, um, just blessed me, blessed me to, to be able to speak to her and re- reconcile our, our relationship. So it's the same thing that I'm, I'm, God is teaching me. I keep banging this thing here. <laughs> same thing God is teaching me here about reaching out, being intentional with my family members. So I'm Amen. praying that God will continue to help me. Mm-hmm. Dwayne. So we, hoping myself, we, we started a vlog, a family vlog, and it's not just about us. We include them in the vlog. So, um, you know, we share what we we're doing on not a well, kind of like a day to day basis. And we ask them to do do so as well, send in videos and I'll edit it up and we'll share it, you know, with the family members. And it's been great. It has been opening up doors for family to reach out and during those conversations by and by we're able to speak about Christ. So yeah. Yeah. Amen. that's good. Nice creative way mm-hmm. um, for me. When it comes to my brother, I have been trying to call him more. You know, we haven't been close since I went off to high school. Um, but now I'm just trying to call him more and just to talk to him, you know, relate on, on certain things, you know, and I called him just the other day, just yesterday, I believe. And we had a great conversation. And so I'm also, you know, make a few videos, try to send it to him. Um, and on top of that, you know, in the group chats that we have with my family, I try to send, um, you know, little videos. Right. And I have an uncle who he's making videos of what he's doing. So I'll watch the videos and be like, okay, nice job. Mm-hmm. And as he sees that I'm responding to it, I believe that's a way that when I post now, he'll watch and respond to that as well. Mm-hmm. Amen. Last point, last point. I swear, I promise, last point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you mentioned, Christ's method, this came to me right here. You know, when we're in our family, when we're in our families, you know, and we have siblings. We all mm-hmm. have siblings, right? Mm-hmm. Be that, be that, be that sibling. 
be that brother, be exactly. that sister, exactly. be that friend. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a friend. He f- befriended them. Then exactly. he bid them, hey, follow me. Exactly. Be that, be that family member. Be, the, be your Not the role. preacher. Don't exactly. be the preacher. Don't be the... <laughs> no. There's nothing wrong with being a preacher, but sometimes be... Well, all the times be that be that family member. Be that family member. That friend, mm-hmm. you know. And don't don't try to broad beat them all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, when needed, yes, but mm-hmm. be that friend. That's a great great point. Yeah, awesome point. So let's close with First Corinthians three, six and seven. I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything, mm-hmm. neither he that watereth, but that God give the increase. So remember, we can't save anybody. We are only called to be witnesses, and we start at home. We start in our in our house, outside the house, in the community, mm-hmm. in the church, That's and by it. and by, we'll see the harvest in due time when God says so. Amen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Let's Talk. Reach out in the comments and let us know how you're sharing the gospel with your family members, your friends, your, even your neighbors. And remember, we have to use, use Christ's method alone. So please comment, share this video, and we just thank you for joining us. We'll talk.